RVFTA's Campground of the Week is sponsored by Jayco. To see a complete lineup of products, visit jayco.com. And by Blackstone. See their complete line of griddles and accessories at blackstoneproducts.com. America the Beautiful. There is adventure to be found around every corner. And there is no better way to explore it than by staying at one of our country's 14,000 campgrounds. Our team of correspondents will guide you to the best places to park your rig or pitch your tent. On each week's episode, we'll give a complete review of one campground, location, activities, amenities, best sites, and tons of other insider intel. Plus, we'll talk about regional highlights, food, culture, attractions, family fun, and all things great outdoors. From the East Coast to the West Coast, and from the Great Lakes to the Mississippi Delta, it's time to hit the open road with RVFTA's Campground of the Week. Hey everybody, it's Jeremy and Stephanie from RVFTA.com coming at you with another episode of the Campground of the Week podcast. And this is one of those special episodes where we batch a bunch of campgrounds around a certain topic, a certain theme, a certain location. And this episode's all about urban camping destinations. And I think one of the really great surprises for us when we got into RVing years ago was that you can actually camp close to cities in so many locations. Not necessarily every city, but a lot more than I ever thought. You could. Yeah. So we're going to run through seven really great urban camping destinations. And we're going to start by giving you some tips for urban camping because it's quite a bit different and you do need a different mentality, I think, to have a good time. Yeah. The worst thing in the world is that when people show up at urban camping destinations and they expect a wooded, rustic camping experience. People don't do that, right? What what you're doing when you camp in an urban environment is you are using your RV like a hotel room, a more comfortable and yes, more affordable hotel room than say you would find near New York City or Philadelphia, okay? So you have to switch your mindset and know what to expect at these urban campgrounds. It's just basically we're saying lower your expectations for the campground experience and raise your expectations for having a great vacation experience Mm -hmm. in places like Philadelphia, New York City, Charleston, wherever it might be. Yeah. So here are tips that we've learned from both interacting with people that have done a lot of urban camping and doing a lot ourselves. The first thing you need to do is plan on spending a lot of time exploring the area as opposed to hanging at the campground, right? You're going there to have an urban experience. If you're hanging at the campground, you may not have all of the sort of scenic (laughs) surroundings that you would normally expect in all cases. Yeah, exactly. And well, there are some urban campgrounds that are nice, just I wouldn't expect it basically. All right. And then also, once again, you want to view the campground as a cheaper option than a hotel. 
and they are often a third of the price. Mm-hmm. Then, I mean, hotels are expensive in urban regions, and campgrounds tend to keep the prices pretty reasonable. But when you look at the price, you have to look at it in comparison to a hotel in that area. You can't look at a, the campground outside of New York City that's going to charge you maybe a hundred bucks a night and say, "Oh my gosh, that's so expensive for just an asphalt parking spot." No, it's not. It's cheap compared to every single hotel room in the area. <laughs> and here's how you have to think about it, because some people will pull up to like a Liberty Harbor in Jersey City, which is right by New York City, and be like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm spending this much to be in this place. But remember, they could sell that land and someone could build a high rise, right? I mean, it's all about like them running a functional, profitable business. And most of these campgrounds are not getting rich running urban campgrounds. All right. The next thing you want to do is think about security like you would in any urban area. Okay. So definitely look for those urban campgrounds that maybe have gate, you know, gated security systems. Um, they maybe have 24 hour security that's kind of walking around and patrolling. And a lot of urban campgrounds will tell you online what their security setup is. You also have to be more aware of locking your doors at your RV, not leaving. Like I know some of us at state parks might leave our bikes lying around the campground, leave chairs out. You, you need to think about things like you wouldn't a city. A handful of these campgrounds are probably safer than campgrounds out in the middle of nowhere because they actually do have the 24 hour gated security and they have somebody working there 24 hours. So a lot of these urban campgrounds know that that's the first question people are going mm-hmm. to have. And the smart ones are going to explain how that works right on the website. They do, so if you're yeah. concerned about security, just see what do they say on the website? What are they offering in terms of gated security? And you also want to make sure you research routes in and out of the campground, which another thing that a lot of these urban campgrounds put online, they know you all have maybe a bigger rig or worried, wait, how do I get to this campground? So many of them will have suggested routes. In other words, they know that if you just follow the GPS, you might get stuck at a very inconvenient place for RVs. So what they do is they provide alternate routes, maybe an exit that's easier, a way to come into the campground where you're turning left instead of right, and and it works better for RVers. That's something that you want to not just set and forget the GPS on. You want to use their resources as experts. They've had thousands and thousands of RVers come in and either complain about the route they take or or anything. So they have the experience and you definitely want to... I would even just recommend a phone call always to talk about that. And they'll usually, you know, calm you down and let you know that, I mean, honestly, tens of thousands of people have stayed at these campgrounds with RVs. So you'll be okay. Let's start with three really incredible options on the East Coast at three major East Coast cities. And the more I think about it, like almost every major East Coast city, you can do an RV trip to. So let's start with Liberty Harbor. It's in Jersey City, in New Jersey, but this is your closest New York City option. There's nothing else even close. I mean, there are other Mm -hmm. options that are like an hour away, maybe, if you take public transportation, but they're really probably more like an hour and a half, even two hours away. Liberty Harbor actually puts you right across the Hudson River from Manhattan. Yeah, and you can take the path, um, or which is the public transportation system um, right there, or the ferry, and you can hop right into the city. Liberty Harbor has water and a 
electric sites. They do not have full hookup sewer sites. That's an East Coast thing with places right on the water. A lot of the campgrounds have EPA guidelines that prohibit them from having like extensive sewer. So that's something you'll find as you're um, trying to get waterfront sites along the East Coast. But they do have a dump station that you can use and they have heated bathhouses. This is open year round, which is another thing that you're going to find with a lot of urban camping. Yeah, and they do turn the water off in the winter, but they're open year round. Uh, It's big rig friendly now, but with the caveat that the sites are tightly packed. Mm -hmm. Like you, there's a possibility you might not be able to open your awning. Right, that the other the other RV is so close that you're going to have a hard time getting your awning out there. So when you see photos of this campground, you're going to see you're not getting a big site. This is not somewhere you're going to want to like hang out, set up your camp kitchen, and make dinner at night. I mean, like this is a place to sleep if you want to go into Manhattan. Right, hundred and ten dollars per night, which is really oh, a that's bargain. dirt cheap to get into Manhattan. I know that might sound crazy to some of our listeners, but it is. Now, another thing that might sound crazy is that they actually do have tent sites available. You have to go online. I'll link to all these places. In the show notes, but they actually have this little like it's like looks like a dog area, almost like a dog park. It's like it's like fenced off with these little grass plots, you know, that you can set up your tents. I think we have to do this sometime. I <laughs> think just camping. for the sake oh of like gosh. doing a blog post or a I podcast. just think it's so crazy. But it's true. If any of you want a tent outside of New York City, you can do but, it. But you here. know, if you're doing that big trip up into New England, that big RV trip, and you have all these gorgeous locations, a lot of people just assume they can't do Manhattan. Mm-hmm. And you can. Yep. You actually can. Now Philadelphia actually has an, a really great option that's really, really close to the city. So the Philadelphia South KOA, again, it's in New Jersey, but it's a really short drive into downtown Philadelphia. We got into downtown Philadelphia in under half an hour. Now, granted, that was on a Saturday morning. Right, during a weekday, if you tried to drive into the city during rush hour, it would probably take a lot longer. But this campground has great proximity, and it's actually a pretty wooded and shaded campground. Right. And and the caveat here is that, again, I think that even though it's wooded and shaded and they have a pond and they're really trying to build up their campground amenities, I think that you still need to look at this as urban camping because I find their sites ridiculously small in the way that an urban camping, if it's an urban campground, I don't care about small sites. But if it's a weekend getaway and you're trying to get back to nature and have a camping experience, I don't think the sites match up with that. So Yeah, and the, they're expanding. They're adding lots and lots of sites in a whole new area of the campground. I'm very curious to see whether they are nicely sized sites with some privacy and some shade because Stephanie is exactly right. It's a cute, charming campground, but they do stack them and rack them here to some degree. Now, we did a full review on Campground of the Week of this podcast. Again, all that stuff will be linked to the show notes for this episode at rbfta.com. Almost every one of these campgrounds will be linking to other reviews that we've done that have more extensive information. But the nice part about this urban campground is that, you know, you can explore the city and come back and the kids can be jumping on the jump pillow and playing on the playground. And for us, that's always a big deal. Yeah. I mean, like totally different than Liberty Harbor in that sense. Like there's a really nice playground area. There's a nice common area. There's a kind of small kind of backyard pool. But I, this is a really, really solid choice if you want to see Philadelphia. In fact, it is I think definitively the best choice if you're if you want to get yeah. into the city. Now the next one is Cherry Hill RV Park, which we've again reviewed extensively over on Campground of the Week and on RVFTA.com because it is really a unicorn in the it's urban a camping. It's a yeah. It's outside of Washington, DC in College Park, Maryland. And it 
is something unusual because it is truly a full-on campground resort experience that is about a half hour away from one of the most um, visited American cities. Yeah, Cherry Hill is a, a model of what a resort should be like. And there is actually some really nice sites. And they, there, there are some sites that are tight, but then they also have a lot of like back-end sites that are really spacious and wooded. Now, the one thing you really need to know to make sure that you kind of have a good time here is there's, there's road noise. And it really varies depending on where you are. But you can't show up at Cherry Hill and be like, oh, it's too loud. I don't like it. Like, just if you're super sensitive to that, consider just not going. But um, Oh, if you have have a closed in if RV you and you're running the air you're conditioning, fine. you're fine. And also we've given really specific tips about areas of the campground where the road noise is not as extensive, if, if especially if you have like a pop-up camper or a, a hybrid. But, but, the, but the amenities here are terrific in terms of pools, hot tubs. There's a little fitness area. There's a fully stocked camp store. They have a little restaurant. Uh, people love Cherry Hill. I everybody mean, I loves Everybody them. loves Cherry Hill. And everybody that goes, goes back to Cherry Hill. Yeah. And they also um, have public transportation to D.C., right from the campground. So this is a place where you can leave your vehicle at the campground if you're not comfortable, you know, driving and parking. You don't want to bring the F-350 into the city, which, by the way, is really something to think about. You know, I mean, like we have have driven the F-150 right into downtown and I I felt fine parking it. But if you have a really big pickup truck, you might want to just hit that public transportation up. Cherry Hill is another one that's open year round and another unicorn. It actually offers water heated water hookups year round. So this is a really great option outside of DC. Okay. So before we dive into some really great West Coast options and options down in the South, we have a sponsored message from our friends at Blackstone Products. And you're going to want to make sure to pack the Blackstone no matter which urban campground you select. Hey, well, let's give a tip, right? One of the urban camping and urban trips are more expensive for families than other kinds of camping. I mean, just urban areas are more expensive. So one of the ways that you can have a great like city trip and still save money is by preparing some food at the campground. I mean, that's just one of the ways that you can control your budget when you're RVing that is always worth a mention. And then, you know, do breakfast and dinner at the campground on the Blackstone and then just have lunch in the city. Exactly. So you're going to bring your Blackstone when you're urban camping uh, from the large 36 four burner burner griddle that's going to be good on your back deck to more of like the 17 inch or the 22 inch that we travel with. Okay. Those are great for your camping adventures. I recommend the 17 inch if it's like there's two or three of you. And I think if there's like four or five of you in your family, I say go with the 22 inch. All right. So then you can cook everything that you would on a normal grill, like your hamburgers and your hot dogs and your steaks. But then you can also do just about anything else like your pancakes and eggs and bacon and all that yummy stuff that you're going to cook for hibachi. breakfast and save money. Yeah, and hibachi, right? So cooking an entire meal is possible because you can have those different heating zones on the bigger ones. No one is going to go hungry when you bring along your Blackstone to the campground. We don't. Bring extra propane. <laughs> all right. Always remember to use code RVFTA at blackstoneproducts.com because you can get 10% off your order and their shipping is always free. And there's lots of cool accessories at blackstoneproducts.com that you can't get at any of the big box stores. All right. Let's go to the San Francisco RV Resort, which Carrie Cox reviewed on the Campground of the Week podcast several years ago at this point. But she really loved staying here um, for her big Birdie Goes West trip um, for access into San Francisco. So another 
great option for a major American city. Yeah, and uh, you know, this is one of those urban campgrounds where really it is a parking lot. Okay, with very nice, it's a very nice parking lot, but it's basically a parking lot um, with beautiful paved sites set up right on yeah, like the you ocean. Just, you're looking at the ocean. You're looking at the ocean. Absolutely. You're right there. Be- so beautiful view, but you're not going to ha- don't expect trees and privacy. They also have some amenities, which is nice. So they have a pool, a hot tub, a playground. It's not, you know, like Cherry Hill style amenities, but definitely, again, if you like to take the edge off of the city at the end of the day by going for a swim, going to the, you know, beach, something like that, this is going to put you in a good spot and this is big rig friendly i also can't wait to get back to the french quarter i've done two trips to new orleans it's one of my favorite american cities and there is an rv resort and i might put air quotes around the word resort here i'll play in on that yeah okay but it is really really centrally located um just a few blocks from the french quarter tenths of a mile from the french quarter okay here's the way i would look at this and and if you want quote unquote, more like traditional campgrounds near New Orleans, you can definitely find that. There's KOAs outside of the city. But if you want to be in the heart of the action, then you do want to stay at the French Quarter RV Resort. Now, this is what I want to say about this. I think they structured this campground to operate just the same as a upscale hotel, in that area. So if you think about this place like a hotel where people are staying in RVs instead of hotel rooms, I think it paints a picture of the resort amenities that you're referring okay. to. Like I think the pool is exactly like a pool. It's indoor, right? Yeah like, yeah. yeah, like I think it looks like that pool at a hotel. That's a nice hotel. I think the hot tub is like a hot tub at the hotel. That's My a nice hotel. My air quotes around the word resort were not because it's not nice there, because I think it's really nice there. It's clean. It's well kept. There's there's good facilities. But there, I don't think there's a lot of amenities there in terms of what I think of as like Cherry Hill. I think their amenities are like a hotel amenities. They have the fitness room. They have the laundry facilities. They have the Wi-Fi. So I think that like anything you would expect to get at like a Sheridan is here. You just put it perfectly because like what I was thinking is like there's no bounce pillow. You know, there's no thing. There's not things (laughs) for the kids. And this is you know maybe a destination you don't want to take the kids. This might be more Uh, of a destination for the uh, adults traveling. It's like the RV version of the Sheridan. All right. So now the the standard rate here is a hundred five dollars per night, but they do operate dynamic pricing for you know those times that are like the um, jazz and blues fest or Mardi Gras. So So prices could really jump up. Yeah. So don't be surprised when you get quoted one. 70 or 180 for Mardi Gras. And if you do get surprised, we'll go ahead and call around to the local hotels and see what prices you're quoted there for Mardi Gras. When we went to Jazz Fest, we stayed at the YMCA. Stephanie, yeah, that was sketchy and we don't recommend doing so. Now, in Drive-In and Vibin did a great thing. um, The the gentleman from Drive-In and Vibin, he walked around the campground with the GoPro or whatever, the camera. Yeah. And he just did like a walkthrough of this campground. So we'll link to that in our show notes because if you want yeah. to see what it looks like, he did. You like. can see what the whole campground yeah, looks exactly. like. Yeah, exactly. It's a nice thing that you always find online when somebody just walks through the campground and shows you everything. So we'll link to that over and in 50, the show notes. 50 amp sites. There is the indoor pool fitness center. So I, I look, I think I think that I'll go with your... The Sheridan. It's, I, I'll, give, I'll grant them the resort term. Okay. okay. All right. All right. Now we got a couple listener spotlights. Okay. So there's been people in RVFTA, the group, our 
our private Facebook group, who've been recommending a couple really great urban camping destinations. So we want to share two of those in a second. And if you haven't joined RVFTA, the group on Facebook, that's a little sad. It's such a nice, friendly group. You can see everybody's camping pictures, everybody's recommendations. Um, but before we dive into their recommendations, we have a sponsored message from our friends at Jayco. Focused on providing a way to create lasting memories, Jayco offers travel trailers, Class A motorhomes, and everything in between. With more standard features and an industry-leading two-year limited warranty, Jayco will go the distance for your family. Maximize every moment, no matter where the journey takes you. Visit your local Jayco dealer or jayco.com for more information. Jayco, generations of family fun. All right. A lot, it seems like a lot of people in our group over the last year or two have stayed at the downtown Riverside RV Park in Little Rock, Arkansas. And I just think this is one of those urban campground destinations that puts you right there, just like a hotel would put you right there. I don't think anyone mm-hmm. raves about the campground, but the location, location, location is excellent. Yeah. A listener, Alyssa, said, and she posted about their stay this winter in our group. This is a quote, and I love this quote because I think it perfectly represents urban camping. She said, not going to lie, it's not the greatest campground. It's got noise from the highway and no frills, but the facilities are clean, it's safe, and the location can't be beat. In fact, there is a bridge that you literally can walk. It's a walking bridge that you can go from the campground right into the heart of Little Rock. And that's the definition to me of a great urban campground, not something with a junk pillow. I I think that Alyssa's got it nailed. Like that's, That's all I want. That's all I want out of urban camping. Like, I don't care if there's a pool. I don't care if there's a playground. I want it clean. I want it safe. I want it close. And Stephanie, I really want to stay at this one one day. Yeah. So Gretchen Holcomb in our group also recommended the Casino Queen RV Park in St. Louis. And I loved the photo that she posted in our group because this is what she said. The park itself isn't a lot to look at, but it's a great base camp for checking out St. Louis. And when we get back at night, we had this view right from the site and there was a picture with the sun setting and the arch right there with the sun setting. It was gorgeous. And again, we can just say it throughout this whole episode. That's what urban camping is all about. Easy to get into the city, easy to explore. And at night you go back to the comfort of your own RV instead of a hotel room in the city. And then you can go off after you do an urban destination, then go off to the next campground that's out in the middle of nowhere and it's beautiful and wooded and and gives you privacy. It just allows you to, urban camping just allows you to have a lot of variety within one extended RV trip, which I really love. Now, if you have a great, we know we couldn't cover every city in the country. Don't panic. If you have a great urban camping recommendation for us, please do let us know in the comments over at rvfta.com on this post, you know, um, rvfta.com urban slash urban dash campgrounds. And also go over to our Facebook group. We love getting recommendations from all of our listeners over in RVFTA, the group. We use those recommendations to plan our own travels. <laughs> yeah, we'll post this. And I would love to see, uh, even if it's a really small city, you know, like there's just some some little surprising options at small and large cities across the country for, for great RV camping. All right, everybody. Happy camping in all types of environments, in the woods, in the mountains, on the beach, and yes, outside of cities. And we'll see you at the campground. We'll see you at the urban campground. 